0: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500
1: Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It is Tuesday, November 1st. It is not Tuesday, November 1st, Mark, but we are... Putting this in the can because I have yet another vacation schedule, you know, because that's what I'm all about. Work hard, play hard. This process never ends because after this, after we get rid of this uh, week of vacation, then we'll be on to the week of vacation at the end of December. Yeah, but like, you know what? I'm not that one. I'm more willing to work. I just give that off for you. I actually look forward to that one. I got to be honest. I know. That's why I said I give that one off for you. Maybe we'll do maybe we'll do like a best of maybe you'll have a guest host someday. No, that will never happen. No way. We learned 11 years ago that uh, I I can't go on vacation and you can't go on vacation separately. No, we have to do everything together. Okay. So it is Tuesday, November 1st, which means there are two months left in the year, which also means that many of you have to start thinking about your year-end planning. And there are always amazing and important things to do before the end of the calendar year. So if you've got a financial question we encourage you to go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and then we can help you out. Now, if it's just an email, fine. If it is an actual desire to come on the air with us, also fantastic. And if you are like our listener, Emily, who's on the line from Chicago, if you're a nervous Nelly, here's what we offer. We know that people carry a lot around a lot of stress. One of the great things that Mark and I love to do is we like to take that stress off of you, kind of peel this whole onion back and say what's well, causing you the stress. Let's get it out there, and then let's move along. We don't have to stay stressed out. So it's like um, it's just it's like a therapy session. Maybe it's like a good workout. Maybe it's a yoga. Whatever we want to un we want to unburden you. So do join us today. We have Emily in Chicago. What's going on? How can we re- how can we relieve your nerves?
2: Okay, well that's that's a tall order, Jill. I don't know that we're going to be able to do that in, in one session. But um, so mm-hmm. I I just spent the last um, eleven years, almost twelve years, working um, in public service for first the state of Illinois for seven years, and then the city of Chicago for five. So I'm officially um, vested because of the reciprocity and the pension. But in January of this year, thanks to the kind of reworking of the public service loan forgiveness, my student loans were forgiven, which was kind of I had I had almost two, I think, two more years, I thought. And that's why Mm -hmm. I was staying in the government. Right. So I was um, my first few years in the government. I wasn't paying the my my payments didn't meet the threshold. Right. So I, Mm -hmm. I had 12 years in the government, but it took me the full 12 to get the forgiveness. Anyhow. So when the student loans were forgiven, I went into the job market hoping to get something into maybe corporate or private sector to make more money and um, work from home, things like that. And I went into a super hot job market. Um, I got, I think, three offers, um, one of which uh, FANG company, Amazon, and I, I, I doubled my salary overnight. So, um, which was for me having no student loans, um, you know, no, no, no credit card debt, no car loan, no nothing. Uh, it was like, it's like life changing. But the, the issue that I'm running into now is I'm building up my emergency fund. I, I honestly don't know what is a really good reasonable amount to have there. I ha- I'm no longer going to qualify for the Roth IRA, which I really only just started ramping up fully maxing out this year. I have the mega backdoor option at Amazon that I, I really have no idea what, what is that about. And then I have twelve years into the pension, about fifty thousand in the pension. But when I did the math on collecting a check on that, I think they, they would start sending me a check at like, I'm not sure if it's sixty-five, sixty-seven, something like that. And it would only be like two eighty a month or three hundred dollars a month, which I'm thirty-nine, so that you know, in thirty years, I don't think two hundred a month is gonna be much. So I'm thinking to roll that into a rollover, but I'm just kind of like all over the place.
1: Okay. Can I just have one little moment? First of all, let me just start. The fact that you're nervous now when everything has just turned so much better for you is amusing to me. So everything is great. This is amazing. Anything that now, now the hardest part of your financial life is behind you. Isn't that great?
2: I hope so. I mean, the way life has been, it's been kind of up and down. Family issues, you know, things like that. So, I mm-hmm. all I I I mentioned um, I have like kind of a little bit of a scarcity mindset. Certainly came with the public service life. So I'm really trying to break out of that, you know. But it's even like with this role, I'm constantly checking, you know, layoffs and things like that with the market. Oh Jesus,
1: and, come on, stop! I know. That. I have How much are you stop. earning right now?
2: 185, but I have um, the way Amazon structures their compensation is um, my first and second year have bonuses that are kind of bringing me the, to that number. So beginning my third year, my, my base is 145. So in three years, that, that's what I would transition to. But right now, 185.
1: Okay, that's great. So 145, let's just think about that for a second. Um, 145, how much are you putting into retirement right now?
2: Okay, so right, I'm fully Mac. I'm putting twelve percent. I'm actually putting fifteen hundred into the four hundred one k at Amazon, which they match me up to the first. uh oh, it's it's pretty low. I think three um, like
1: percent or five percent. Exactly, exactly. Okay. You you
2: already know. And and you're
1: using the traditional or the Roth.
2: I'm using the traditional because I, I'm, I'm kind of scared of the mega backdoor. I don't know what that means.
1: Hold on. There's two different things. I just wanted, like, let's just peel this back a second. So one one choice is to just have a traditional retirement contribution into the 401k. Do they also say, well, instead of doing that, you can just do all Roth
2: so there isn't there is an option, and they don't even say it. It's just it's all online, and there's just a button that I can click where it would be, mm-hmm. you know, my after-tax contributions, where they automatically
1: switch that over to a Roth. Mark, when you when you're hearing that, do you, do you see do you hear what the distinction I'm trying to ask? I think she's still. Talking about the mega backdoor Roth, just forget about the mega backdoor Roth for a second. Just the regular 401k, usually there's a pre-tax
2: option and then a Roth option. Yeah, so I'm doing pre-tax option and I'm doing 1500
1: We think you should do a Roth option, not the mega, just the actual contribution that you're making, that $1,500 a month into a 401k, that is what we think should be going into all Roth right now. I'm not sure if I have that option. I'm going to bet you do. You are making when you know you're 39 years old, so that means that you can put $20,500 into a retirement contribution, the 401k. You can either do that as a pre-tax contribution or a post-tax contribution. You right now have chosen the pre-tax contribution. And what I would suggest is that when you go online, or if you have anyone in it, like an HR department, to say, I just want to be clear, I want my future contributions to go post tax, meaning I want to make my 401k, I don't want to do the beyond the 20500 I want to do my first 20500 into the Roth. And I'm pretty sure they will allow you to do that because it would be very strange to have a mega backdoor Roth option without the original option being available to you. So we think that's a better idea for you. So right now, your top tax bracket as a single person earning 145 even 185,000 you're mostly in the 24% tax bracket, okay? And so what I would suggest is that you stay in that 24% tax bracket, you can not a problem, you, great, you'd be able to put the money into the Roth, the Roth money's already been taxed, you're probably going to earn more money in the future, so that's a beautiful thing to do. You don't need to do that extra backdoor. The backdoor the mega backdoor is essentially, if you have more money to put in than the $20,500, is a way that you can make what's called a post, you can basically make a post-tax contribution into a, a, an account, a retirement account, and then immediately convert it over to a Roth. And it's cool and it's slick for people who've been making a lot of money for a long time. You don't need to worry about that, right? Okay.
2: Now. Okay. Awesome.
1: Man, that sunset is gorgeous.
2: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Now let's do a couple of other pieces of housekeeping. You've got this old pension. Is there any any thought that you would go back into the public sector later?
2: So the thing is, is it's in... That that is an option because I'm waiting. My partner is going to be finishing her PhD in two years, and she'll be going on to the job market. Um, we're not sure what school she'll end up teaching and doing her research at. So mm-hmm. Chicago, we really don't. Want, we really want to be in a warm weather state, um, especially after <laughs> being here for 13 years. I, I, I'm I'm originally from Florida, so really trying to get to you know beaches and sunshine and that kind of thing. But I can't really in good faith, take it 150% off the table because I don't for sure know if Chicago's 150% rolled out.
1: You know what though? I mean, Illinois is a crappy state when it comes to being underfunded with pensions. So what I would say is this, if you've got a $50,000 balance and you can roll that into an IRA rollover, I would probably do that. Do you have any other um, asset that could go in there? Like do you have a, did you have a 403B or a 457 plan?
2: Yep. I've got about, um, I think I've got about 30 in there, but maybe there's about 25 in that 457. Okay. So
1: I would roll over the 25 in the 457, the 50 in the pension. And I would, where's the uh, Roth IRA, by the way, Where where is it held? Uh, TD Ameritrade. Okay. You like yep. it there?
2: Good I do. You? I actually, for whatever reason, yeah, I'm the, I, I just, I'm an app girl. I'm just kind of zipping it over there. Transfer. Perfect. From the bank and, yeah.
1: So what I would do is I would get in touch with TD. I would say, I want to open up a a rollover IRA account, which will be a pre-tax account. You'll roll over the 457 plan. You'll roll over the pension. You got, now you have 75 grand in a pre-tax IRA at TD. You've got your old Roth, keep it there. And then you said you had been building up your emergency reserve fund. So how much is in your emergency reserve fund? Twenty. And is that just in checking and savings? Is that in a CD? Where do you have that?
2: It's a Alliance savings.
1: Okay. And there's 25 grand in there. And you said to me, well, how much? I'm sorry, is the 20, rate? 20. Okay. So what are your expenses? Like, what do you think is your monthly nut?
2: Yeah. So my, my expenses are really low because, um, we're currently sharing like a studio in Chicago and she and I are contributing about an, an equal amount and stuff, but with my new income. And us planning to um, move back to Florida for a little while, I'm foreseeing doubling my expenses from I think like right around uh, fifteen. That's not including food and stuff. I'm talking just basic yeah. bills like rent, probably from fifteen to about three grand.
1: Let's say you need five grand a month. Let's just be let's blow it out, girlie, because we got things to do. We have fun to have. Okay, so if you sit, figured that your monthly net is five grand a month. Okay, in general. What we like to suggest, and if you're nervous, Nelly, so I'm going to give you the range. In your emergency reserve fund, you can have six months of expenses in your emergency reserve. Six times five, that gives you pretty close, right? If you're nervous, if you're like, oh my God, I'm so scared to ever like that my life is going to be crazy, you can keep up to a year of expenses. You know, so you might have 50 or 60 grand in your emergency reserve and maybe some of it's in an I bond and maybe some is in a longer term CD, but. you Yeah, know, I that, have an I
2: bond. I have a 10,000 oh, I
1: bond. In addition to that 20 grand in the emergency yes. reserve. Okay. Yes. That's fabulous. So you already have your six months basically, you know, if you wanted to add on and, and do it for a year. That's how you give yourself a safety net. You've probably never lived a life where you had a safety net, which can give a, any nervous Nelly a great deal of comfort. I know this because I too am a nervous Nelly. So I have a much bigger emergency reserve fund because I feel more comfortable with that position. So I think it's worth understanding that about yourself. So if you say, I really want to build that, okay, great. So big picture, you're in great shape. Your your loans have been forgiven. You have no other debt, right? No, no. no um, debt. Okay. Nothing, so your, yeah. expenses gonna, your expenses are going your expenses are going to rise, but you've made you're making a lot more money. You're in great shape. You're going to try to make sure that your contribution to your four hundred one k is a Roth four hundred one k. You're not going to worry about the extra money that you would have used for a mega backdoor Roth while you're still in this period where your expenses are really low then jam on the emergency reserve fund. Just keep building it up. And if you want to have 50 or 60 grand in there, that's fine. That's fine. Beyond that, once, you know, if you're at Amazon and it's, uh, or any other company, like it's a couple of years from now and you're making a lot more money, then we can do lots of other things. You can maybe add more money um beyond the the emergency reserve fund. You can add a small investment account. You can set up a, another account at TD Ameritrade that's just a, a plain old boring like a investment. Uh, not even a traditional, but just like a regular investment account where you okay. just say, I'm going to put in, like, maybe if you were putting a couple thousand dollars a month into your emergency reserve and it's already, you're like, oh my God, I'm at 50,000. Then TD Ameritrade, you could say, hey, you know what? I'm going to just create another investment account. It's going to be my account. It's like, it's like to supplement your life and you just start throwing money in there and you say, I'm not going to pick individual stocks. I'm not going to be the, a hero. I'm going to put some money in an index fund and some money in a bond index fund and call it a day.
2: I have one more question that that kind of I've been doing way too much Googling on this. It's like giving me part of the compensation package is the restricted stock units. And I'm just like, do I hold those for I'm nervous to be too invested in Amazon, but also it's Amazon. So should I be like uh, (laughs) commonly I hear that people in startups, they sell those RSUs as soon as they get them. Right. Yeah. So what I don't know what to do with that
1: so the reason why people don't sell rsu's is what they try to do is they say it becomes like you you get taxed on this right and they there's a game that people will play and they'll say well i don't want to be taxed on a short term basis i want to be taxed on a long term basis and that will reduce your tax burden but it it increases the amount of risk that you bear so the best practice when it comes to rsu's which Are restricted stock units is that as they become available, you sell them, you make sure they withhold taxes if they're, I think they do do that at Amazon. And you reallocate that money into, like, as we were just talking about, like a TD Ameritrade, a plain old investment account. And that's it. That's all you do. And you do it every time they become available. The reason you do that is not because you don't believe in the company. It's because you understand that some years you're going to hit it big where you're going to be like, thank God I sold it. And some years you're going to be like, oh, darn it. I didn't, I, I should have held on. doesn't matter.
2: But it's Amazon.
1: I know. It is Amazon. But I mean, what is the Amazon stock this year? I just was, I have, I, I'm just going to look for the heck of it. Where, where is it on the I year to I think it's date? around
2: 120. I, no, so I'm doing a detox right now and I'm not looking at it. <laughs> 126.
1: And so just to be clear, like, that's wonderful. It's 126. And then, you know, last fall, it was like 180. All right. I get you. Like, but who cares? And by the way, if you're investing in your 401k and you're using like, you know, an S&P 500, well, guess what that S&P 500 has? Amazon.
2: Amazon's in there. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's also like in many respects when all of these people make these kinds of calculations and how do I do this? And uh, sometimes I just say like, you're overthinking it. Like the most of you're going to be, you're so happy that you were in this place. Like it doesn't matter that the stock's down by a quarter this year. It matters that you've got a job, you're making more money, your debt has been released. You're all like, you're in great shape. So let's let's do that. Let's like concentrate on the stuff you can control. And that's the beautiful part of where you are in your life, which is like you have already had the burden of of operating with much less money now that you have like more money. Let's try to enjoy that. And also let's put this on autopilot so you don't overthink it.
2: Yes. Thank you so much.
1: Also, I would be remiss if I didn't say to you, like, you've got this partner. Um, you're making a bunch of money. Do you guys have wills?
2: So I just did mine, but I haven't done
1: the, um,
2: no, I haven't had it or notori- the, the final part. I've got to get that done when we get back to the city. Yeah, I, I have it done, but I need to get it signed, sealed, and delivered. Good.
1: Yeah. Great. That's what we want. Sign, seal and deliver that. And let's let's get it going and make sure you have your documents. And, and then, you know, like I said, while you're still in a low cost environment, then absolutely. Let's get that money going into the emergency reserve. And, you know, let's see where you end up next. It's going to be very exciting. Nervous Nelly, Emily from Chicago. We are so grateful that you joined us. I hope that you feel a little bit better. I Exhale. Do. I Your really life do, is Jill. good. Thank you. Very good. All right. If you would like a little stress relief, why not go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. I think that we do relieve stress a lot more when we have you in person. So that's great. While you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter and don't forget. You're going to get so sick of this. To pre-order the new book, it's called The Great Money Reset. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. This is the book that you guys inspired, and that's why I wrote it. So check it out. Everything is at JillOnMoney.com. Okay, Mark Talercio, he is the co-host and the executive producer. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. If you wouldn't mind, leave us a rating on Apple. It helps us out. Do something nice for someone else today. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem
0: to have it all.
2: We were blessed. My mom was amazing.
0: But detectives would soon discover...